0: with Ardcan taking you until six here on a Tuesday phone call 617-779-7937 the text line's been lighting up with all these sky tunnel discussions 37937
1: it's become the social issue dividing Boston
0: it is it's it's more hot button than I ever uh I ever could have possibly realized
1: 617 says do you guys want to be guinea pigs in the sky or mole people underground
0: I'd go mole person every day of the week. Mole people. uh, That's what i vote for Mole people.
1: I'm a guinea pig in the sky. Two
0: to one mole people. Uh, If you missed any part of our interview, uh, not just on our Sky Tunnel discussion, but our interview with Andrew Raycroft each and every Tuesday at 3.30, you can go back and listen to the podcast anytime. Just subscribe. Jones and Mega with Arcan on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. So I think Sky Tunnel has nudged in a little bit on the raging debate today in Boston. (laughs) Which is Brady versus Belichick, which has been brought back to the forefront because Brady and Belichick somehow shockingly have made up. And I, I say this not tongue-in-cheek. I was shocked that Bill went on there last night. Like, who sent this last That was you, right, Megan, last yeah, night? Yeah,
1: immediately. Like, Brady, I got, let's go podcast. I Bill got, Belichick's on it. I got home,
0: and I'm like, oh, the Slack channel's uh, pinging. Who who sent something here? And Megan's like, oh, it, 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 Tom Brady is uh, having Bill Belichick on his podcast. I'm like, what? How? I didn't even think they liked each other. So I, I'm wrong about that, that they can look past their differences. Like, they've they've gotten past it. I'm now sold on that. I didn't think they could, uh, at least this quickly, meaning, like, this quickly after Brady's playing days. I thought it would take years and years and years. I'm surprised they're past it this quickly. They are past it. It doesn't mean it never existed. And that's that's what I don't really have time for. Which is what and they're that's pretending
1: what, at well, this point. Exactly,
0: and that's what I just don't want to hear With some of the back and forth. And we'll play you some of the audio if you missed this earlier. But what were you just going to say?
1: Oh, I was going to say, real quick, this is probably the first podcast that Bill's gone on, right? You know, Bill, Mr. Snapface, I don't use that. You know what? It's a good question. Do you think this is his first podcast appearance?
0: I think normally when he does any media outside of, and I guess this is technically in the football world. He
1: talks to newspapers. Well,
0: that's true. We talked to Shaughnessy in the fall. Which I love. Don't get me wrong. uh, You know, Linda will drag him on to like... Channel five or something like that to talk about their dog. I think that's about all that's about he all he MSNBC. does. M S N B C is that what it was? I'm yeah. sorry. Well, whatever it is. He's not uh he's not traditionally doing a lot of media. And I don't know how many podcasts he's done. I can't say that it's the, the first the one first. he's ever done, but I it wouldn't be surprised. Be. I wouldn't be surprised at all. So how did Bill sound when he was on with uh with Tom Brady last night? Give me a little snippet of Bill uh I don't know. I guess Telling Tom Brady what we already believe about him, but I'm still surprised to hear from Bill Belichick.
2: The greatest player, the greatest career, uh
3: the great, great person. Uh it's it such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to you know, to coach Tom. And uh I, I guess I guess it's got in at some point. Um you know, but it, it it's the greatest one ever, so Congratulations, Tom.
0: I'm still surprised. Appreciate Bill, it. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Tom. I didn't mean to step all over the uh, the emotional thank you there. Appreciate I, it. I uh, I can't believe that Bill is on there saying this. I just can't believe it. Uh, last year, he was talking about Lawrence Taylor, like Lawrence Taylor was the greatest player ever. And now he's going on and he's willing to say something that I didn't think he could say. The greatest player, the greatest career it shouldn't take much. I mean, we all agree with it, but I just I didn't I didn't realize Bill had that in him. So on the one hand I give him credit, like as a human being, I give him credit. On the other, I'm like, wow, he's gotta be in a tough spot if he's willing to go on and acknowledge all these things where he thought for twenty years it was more about himself than it was about Tom Brady. Now he has to go on and say, Oh yeah, he's the greatest player ever. You think
1: uh, Bill's having a reckoning moment?
0: A little bit. I do. I do. And I know you think he's he's doing it because this is confirmation that Brady is that's, done.
1: That's that's how I feel. I was still Tom. skeptical with the announcement last week. You know, he seemed to Brady I still seemed am. emotional. I still
0: am, by the way. But
1: this feels more definite because it would be a real waste of. Unless this is ultimately a long game of Brady trying to stick it to Bill, which would be stupid. But it feels like a real waste of Bill's time and availability. And Bill wouldn't have gone on there if he heard rumors you know circulating that this wasn't a real retirement or that Tom had been reaching out to other teams about potentially going there or making something work here or there. And so it feels much more definite the other thing i would say is that Bill does not talk this way. At length enthusiastically about any player or anything unless it's firmly in the rearview mirror. So it has no nothing pertaining to his current team. Right. It's no threat to anything. Autogram doesn't feel like he's going to be in the like like uh, United. yeah. That Brady's going to be in the NFL next right, year. Right, that yep. sort Brady's
2: of, just another guy. That
3: sort of NFL history. He's, a, he he's part
1: of NFL history. He's the greatest ever. I'm happy to talk about that now because I love talking about NFL history. Tam right. and Rudy Bukic,
2: <laughs> Rosie Brown and Lawrence Taylor and all the rest of those guys. I also think there's a little bit of, and I'm still here and I'm still coaching, and you retired, and sure, I'll go on your podcast, now you're retired. What else are you doing? I can do that. I'll make some time for you now that you're retired, and I'm still coaching because I outlasted you. I yeah, think there's a little bit of that. I
0: think, I think this is, this is Brady uh getting a big flex on Belichick not the other I don't think Bill's going on and flexing I think Bill has bent the knee to go on Tom Brady's podcast I I guess I guess it's got in at some point it's not it's not Bill's podcast it's Tom's pod. Tom Brady didn't walk to the Patriots locker room when he was at Gillette last year no 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 no, no. Bill waddled all the way over there and Bill is waddling onto the podcast as well which I think says a little bit about where the two are at but what what I don't want to hear is that everything was good and this is all a media creation. We started stop this a little bit earlier. We can do it again. But here's Tom Brady weighing in on the great Brady versus Belichick debate.
4: I think it's always such a stupid conversation to say, you know, Brady versus Belichick, because in my mind, that's not what partnerships are about. Coach couldn't play quarterback and I couldn't coach. And I think the best part about the best part about football is and the coach says it a lot, do your job. And he asked me to play quarterback. He didn't ask me to coach. And you know, I didn't want him playing quarterback. <laughs> I just wanted him to coach. <laughs> I'd seen him before, ah. so he definitely wasn't playing quarterback. Oh, Tom. He, uh, <laughs> I think it was – it's it's such a stupid – in my view, it was just people always trying to pull us apart, and I don't think we ever even felt that with each other. We never were trying to pull each other apart. We actually were always trying to go in just the same happened direction. happened organically. And I think when we were in New England for 20 years together, you know, it's tired – they get tired of writing the same story. So, you know, once they – write all the nice things and championships and this, and then they just start going, well, this works. Let's start trying to divide it. Let,
0: let me just jump in on this. It's not It's not that we were tired of it. It's just it had all been written and said and done, and it's like, oh, there's something else going on here, and there was something there. Like, I guess that's what I reject with this whole thing. It's like, oh, let's pretend there was never an issue. You guys might be good again now. It sounds like you are good again now. And, again, that's what all claim I was wrong about. All on that, I didn't think they were good. And apparently they sound like they're in a pretty good place now, which I didn't expect, but fine. That's where they're at now. That's not where they were at in the final days in Foxborough and final years in Foxborough. I don't think Brady liked playing for Bill, and I don't think Bill wanted to coach Brady anymore. I think that's part of the reason, the reason, why they ended up going in their different directions.
1: And I think some of the aggravations between that relationship did come more from Belichick publicly, but Brady there is acting like there was never anything that happened for people to write about that would insinuate some tension between those two. And I'm not even talking about the ultimate contract issue that about how he wanted to retire here that drove him out of town to Tampa. We can get to that, but... Even the things along the way, okay, drafting Jimmy Garoppolo and Belichick getting up there and saying, We all know Tom's age. And, you know, it's just the little subtle remarks all throughout the whole deflate gate. You know, a wedge that was driven by that, where probably Brady felt like Belichick didn't have his back publicly the way that he wanted him to. To pretend like these were all completely manufactured things. No, they're things that we they got up to the podium and said. We're well, talking
0: about open-heart surgery here. No, we are, uh, we are not. That was uh, Belichick after the AFC title game or leading into the AFC title game. Leading into it. Against uh, Jacksonville. Let's hear more here from uh, Brady.
4: You know, once they write all the nice things and championships and this and then they just start going well this works let's start trying to divide them and i think i didn't i never really appreciated those you know ways that people would try to do that he and i always had a great relationship and we met all the time and did we always see everything exactly the same way who does in life you know what close relationship can you have where everything goes like a bright sunny day no there are moments that it was never intolerable i mean but it was always just i would say healthy debates about certain things and we always talked about him face to face and i think there's one thing i appreciate about coach belichick in life is he's not afraid to have a hard conversation too we didn't always agree but we always respected each other i know he respected me for the job that i did and i certainly did the same and i think even when you go away from each other you respect each other probably that much more i certainly did because i realized the commitment that he was trying to make to get our team to win and that's the purpose of sports is to try to go compete and win and when you have someone that believes in winning as much as you do you want to be a part of that and when people try to get in the way of that they become the enemy so i always think the people that tried to drive us apart actually brought us closer together
0: Uh, (laughs) ah that's what it was it drove them closer together you tried to you tried to rip them apart and maybe he means over 20 years it kept them together because they stayed together for a long time but don't tell me things were always good between those two. They weren't always good between those two. They can pretend they can say that, but they wound up going their separate ways because it wasn't.
1: Yeah, he says it wasn't intolerable. Yeah, it wasn't intolerable for all 20 years. I think it was pretty it intolerable at it, the like end. It was close to intolerable for the last two and a half. And it's, it's also was. such a
2: funny thing to say. Like, how was the wedding? Well, it wasn't intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever yeah. done. He
3: was <laughs> overtly <laughs> miserable in 2019.
2: Yeah, yeah. how's your wife? Oh, she's not intolerable. Yeah. <laughs> Like at a home? tolerator, I guess, but it's not, uh, not great. Um, there's also the little matter of, well, <laughs> these things brought us closer together. Really? Did they? Is that why you left then, Tom? Because I don't know, when I talk about you know people bringing us closer together and the bond getting stronger, I don't then leave and go to another team in another state uh, yeah. very far away from the guy that I'm talking about. That's just, that's just a very weird thing to say there. And uh, I don't know, I mean, listen, if they wanted to sit down and talk about the way things ended, that would have been great. That would have been the best podcast they've ever done. If they sat down and honestly, the way they talked about the previous 20 years, talked about the way that it ended, that would have been great. But neither one one of them was ready to do that, they and that was never even on the table. They didn't go anywhere near it. No, And it's obviously in any relationship, particularly
3: one that's been successful and, and had such a long run, whether it's a, a friendship, oh, this is good. Uh, a marriage, a, a working environment, there's going to have peaks and valleys. Yeah, And so when Giselle says feel appreciated, um, this brings to mind Coach Belichick and Mr. Kraft. Do you feel appreciated by them and do they have the appropriate gratitude for what you have achieved I plead, I
0: plead the, fifth. the <laughs> fifth. We all know we all know how things were and so they can try to rewrite history all they want but that's what they're doing 617 779 7937 how do we feel about Belichick going on there and does it say anything about Bill and where he's at and his future in New England, how hot his seat is, as we discussed last hour. Mike Florio saying he is on the hot seat. He could be going elsewhere in the future. I think it all ties back in. 617-779-7937. We'll get to that right after Trending from Christian Arkin.
4: Christian Fourier, Weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI.
2: Celtics beat the Pistons last night in Detroit, one eleven to ninety nine. Your final score: Jason Tatum thirty four points, Derek White had twenty three. The win keeps the Celtics up a game on the Bucks in the East and up a game on the Nuggets for the best record in the NBA. Up next, the Celtics return home tomorrow night to host the Philadelphia seventy six ers. Another NBA news: According to Woj, Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant are having ongoing conversations on the direction of the Brooklyn Nets, but. The organization has thus far told teams they're not planning to trade Durant before Thursday's deadline. For the first time in its 70-year history, the Beanpot Final will have neither BU nor BC in it. It's going to be Harvard and Northeastern, a dark day on ComAV to be sure. Championship game will be played this coming Monday at 7.30. Consolation game will be at 4.30. Patrick Mahomes told reporters at Media Day today that he plans to play through his ankle sprain. According to NFL Media, former Carolina interim head coach Steve Wilks expected to be named the 49ers' next defensive coordinator in Former Boston mayor Marty Walsh is leaving the White House for the NHL. Walsh, the current US Labor Secretary under Joe Biden, set to become the next executive director of the NHL Players Association. He'll be formally installed in the next coming days, this according to Frank Saravelli of the Daily Faceoff. The league's board will still have to vote on Walsh's appointment, Saravelli reporting that Walsh expected to be unanimously approved. I'm Christian Arcand and that's what's trending now. Jones and Maco. Hyperbole going on when here. When things
1: are this bad, <laughs> every alternative is so good.
4: On W E E I.
0: Jones and Mega with Arcan here on W E E I. A reminder, you can listen to Super Bowl 57 on WEI on your phone. Our Westwood One game will stream in the Boston metro area. Download the Odyssey app, save WEI as a favorite, and listen wherever you go. You can dial us up, 617-779-7937. We've been discussing Bill Belichick going on Tom Brady's Let's Go podcast. And I do think it tells you a little bit about where Bill is at. And I think he's trying to rehab his image a little bit. Gain some clout with the fan base, or something like that, Mego. I-, I said this last year when Bill went to Dan Shaughnessy in the Globe, and who knows how many requests he gets for these one-on-ones. He doesn't do Your many one-on-ones. Patriots
1: fans love Dan Shaughnessy. They do.
0: Uh, so very, that's who you go to. Very, very popular. My former co-host in this very studio, uh, way back in, uh, way back in the day. So oh, don't you forget it. <laughs> don't, who yeah. knows? Huh? I wasn't there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> No, he was there for that, though. It's a great show. Sorry that that makes me a bad person. (laughs) So, I thought it was odd when Bill agreed to do the one-on-one with Shaughnessy last fall. I'm like, oh, man, he realizes how he's being viewed right now, and he has to rehab. his. He has to do some PR. And I think Bill always cares about how he's perceived. We talked about this earlier, and you're nodding, Mego. I think he cares about how he's perceived, and he cares about his legacy. Just like I think Tom cares about it, meaning Brady. So... I think when the PR gets a little out of control and a little too negative for him, he starts to Oh yeah, I will do that one on one with the Boston Globe. Oh yeah, you know what? I will do Tom Brady's podcast. And I think it tells you a little bit about where Bill is at and where he feels his image is at, I guess. He feels like his image is down with the fans. And it is down with the fans. It should be anyway. Like I I don't think I don't think Bill you know, from a a positivity like curating standpoint with the fans, if that's the right term, I don't think he's anywhere near where he was just a few short years ago. It's fallen no. off a ton, and so that's why he has to do stuff like this. He goes on the Brady podcast, or he talks to Dan Shaughnessy in the Globe, or whatever he has next, because I think he realizes he's dropped in fans' eyes, and the more importantly, in his boss's eyes, the 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 hot seat is getting a little hotter for him. So there's, I think that's why he does it.
1: There's a misconception that's out there that because of the way that Bill acts in press conferences and his disregard for many questions, that he doesn't care about how he's perceived publicly or in the press. And that couldn't be further from the truth because he knows all the clippings. He knows everything. Like He has staff to make sure that he's tied into what his players are saying, what's being said about the team, what the landscape out there is. What's being written and
0: said about him specifically, Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so yeah it matters to him now how much of this appearance on Brady's podcast was kind of a favor to Brady another olive branch to say hey this is your end of the end of your career and being gracious by going on here and how much of it is it's kind of nice to remind people that Tom actually still likes me and yeah. we're good. Well, maybe so that's it. Your hero still loves me. Maybe. Don't worry. Look at us. We have so much love for each but other. That's we're we're it. really good. You know, you can still feel good about me because he feels good about everything we accomplish together.
0: Yeah. I think that's some of it. Like again, I, I thought I thought, and now I'm putting myself in Bill's shoes. Bill thought that way back when, when Brady left, Bill was going to win the Brady Belichick debate and he got smoked. He got smoked. And all the Bill people got smoked. And I know you're out there at 617-779-7937. You made yourself much more scarce. I know some of you still exist. But it's like all the Belichick people, you got smoked. And Bill, you took a giant L. And so you know what? Now it is time to go back and get in the good graces of Tom Brady because the good graces of Tom Brady is the good graces of your fan base. It is. You know, there were a lot of people rooting for the Bucks. There were a lot of people watching Tom Brady and watching Tampa Bay these last few years. And so I think that some of that was what he's doing. He's ingratiating himself with the fan base to a degree. Uh, And I think he succeeded, by the way. Uh, I think a lot of you out there would agree that, you know, this was a favorable favorable thing that Bill did. Like, I think a lot of fans look at it and go, good for Bill. Good for him. He went on and did this. And I, I just can't believe he stooped to this level. And I think this is stooping for him, but it makes him look like a human and it makes him look like he's above the fray to a degree. And I think that is something that makes it more popular with the fan base. I think I think the fans are happy that these two are together and things are good, at least now.
1: By the way, Ryan, because I talked about an olive branch uh, extended by Bill just by going on here in some ways. Can we hear that clip again? Because the one that we just played before the break uh, about, you know... The
0: tail end of the Brady-Belichick yeah, debate, yeah. About,
1: you know, being put pit against each other and all of this because Tom says something about what he realized after he left New England that I thought was really interesting.
4: You know, what close relationship can you have where everything goes like a bright, sunny day? Not a relationship, It was never intolerable. I mean, but it was always just, I would say, healthy debates about certain things. And we always talked about them face-to-face. And I think there's one thing I appreciate about coach belichick in life is he's not afraid to have a hard conversation too we didn't always agree but we always respected each other i know he respected me for the job that i did and i certainly did the same and i think even when you go away from each other you respect each other probably that much more i certainly did because i realized the commitment that he was trying to make to get our team to win so that's,
0: that's it that's what you want that's
1: it in. he oh i wonder if i talking appreciated about him even more when i went away because i realized his commitment to winning Bruce Arians. Oh, catching straight. Okay, but... That is how I heard that. Do you agree with that? No. Not necessarily, I but don't I either. think, Bra- I think I, Brady... Okay. I wouldn't look at it remember, that way if I were Brady. Remember how it's... No.
0: I'd be like, I, I won without him. Adam, I, I can win with any coach.
1: Remember how it started out down there in Tampa Bay? Brady did not like the way that the offense was running. He did not seem to like very much down there other than living in a warm weather climate. None of it seemed to matter. Not being right next to Coach Belichick. None of it mattered. No, because then he turned it around, took it over, and was like, okay, we're just going to run the New England offense now, which, by the way, apparently is not hard for other coaches to pick up if they've coached (laughs) offense before with Brady. But I, I did think that that was a little bit of a stray. Shot that he threw out there. Sure. Of, Look. I didn't realize how well you manage things here, Belichick, until I went and played down there. And I was like, what the hell is this? And yeah. I don't know why I-
3: anybody's criticizing Tom.
1: I'm, I won in spite of that guy. I'm
0: not going to argue that, that Brady was done with Arians. I think part of the reason he did his full retirement last year, we talked about this earlier this the week. Who do you think
1: he's week. on better terms with right now? Belichick or Belichick. Arians? Belichick. Belichick, yes. Yeah, that's right.
0: I, that's I, would, I would agree with that. He got Arians me. fired. I would agree with that. But in a few years, he, he'll probably be good with Arians, too. Because, I don't know. Because Bill, uh, Brady's spineless. Brady's spineless with or stuff like nice this. he's a nice guy. Maybe. He's spineless. Bruce will be like, get in
2: here. And they'll be like, all
3: right. A lot
0: bro. of times those are the same. <laughs> a lot of times those are the same thing. So when it comes to Brady, I think he's saying something nice to Bill. I don't know if he really believes that. I don't know if he really believes that at all. He didn't need He didn't need the commitment from Bruce Arians to win a Super Bowl. He didn't need the commitment from Bill Belichick to win a Super Bowl. He won without Bill. Oh,
1: I so think I, he did the first couple Super Bowls.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just met in, in, uh, in Tampa Bay. He didn't need that. But did he need it for the first couple Super Bowls? Maybe. I mean, I, I, we talked about this last week or maybe earlier this week. I forget. But I think Brady would have won multiple championships without Bill. And I think Bill would be sitting on a big fat zero because I don't count what he won in New York as a defensive coordinator. He'd be sitting on a big fat zero in terms of Super Bowl rings without Tom Brady. Uh, 617-779-7937. We'll play you more of that audio coming up. Let's go to Jay in Connecticut. What's up, Jay?
2: Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Jay. Yeah, so I, I just
3: I don't understand. Listen, first of all, I'm like nah, I'm in my early fifties, so I've seen the Patriots when they were terrible uh, in the you know seventies and eighties, and I've also seen them like dominate for twenty years. What I don't understand is I've listened to basically every single thing that Brady said, Belichick has said. They've always been cordial. They've always said great things about each other. Um, so, like, what are we talking about? Like Brady loves Belichick and what he did for him, and Belichick loves what Brady did for him. So, like, what are we talking about? So, Jay,
0: why'd they I go their separate? Really- so, Jay, why'd they go their separate ways? Well,
3: because Brady was forty five years old and forty three years old. What do you think they went there? Like, okay, but if kind of Bill, sense.
0: but did you want Brady to go?
3: Uh, well, not not that I. I think he had like two years left.
0: Okay, so you so you, no, so you think- didn't want Brady to go, but Bill did.
3: Uh, yeah. Bill probably made the right choice. No. But-
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you talking I about? i say his last three years have gone great for Bill. He and made the really right bad choice. for Tom Brady, yeah. Jesus. It's, so, hard to, it's hard to talk with people like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: so, I mean, look, I, they seem like they're okay now, and I'm shocked to say that. But they were always good. Of course they weren't always good. <laughs> of course they weren't. Let's keep it 100. Yes, let, Jones, please, let's. it was
1: not intolerable at times. <laughs>
0: like it's just it's amazing is what that is uh can we have a little bit more from tom brady uh uh, talking about what he learned from bill belichick this was uh from early on and it was like a 25 minute interview by the way i don't know if you guys listen to the full thing or not but it was like 25 minutes a half an hour something like that like they went on for a long time here's tom brady on what he learned from bill
4: tom what did bill do to bring out the best in you gets more what did he not do to bring out the best in me. I couldn't imagine a better teacher to, to say, hey, this is how you're going to play quarterback in the NFL. And this is the nuances of the game. And not only that, but I just, from his leadership, which is really one of his great, great qualities, you know, he, he showed up every day with a purpose. There was, when he always joked me, no days off, he meant it. You know, there was his ability to sustain even what he's still doing, you know, 23 years, with the Patriots beyond that, you know, so many years in the NFL, but he's in there working in the office right now. You know, he's not out there golfing and I'm sure he has his moments for those things, but there are a lot fewer than what, you know, he could be doing. You know, he's, you know, you look at his stature and who he is and what his level of performance has been over a long period of time. He could be retired years ago. And the reality is he loves the sport. He loves teaching. He loves coaching. He loves competing. And, Nobody's done it better than him. And I think what a blessing for me to. There's no way I have the success that I've had, you know, personally without him. And I'm very grateful for that.
0: Okay. And maybe that's more of a uh, a shot at Bruiserians again. I have no idea. But I find that whole thing to be interesting when Bill Belichick, I'm sorry, when Brady goes on and on and on about Belichick there, he does get a little more personal than, than uh, Bill does. Bill <laughs> really keeps it to football. Uh, Which is you know robot Bill's mode to go with? I thought there was a pseudo shot there at Belichick. By the way, like I thought that was a pseudo shot at him, uh, a ricochet shot, if you will, where he says, "Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, there are probably hard times where he's out there and he's away from the sport and he's on the golf course or whatever."
3: March 14th and 15th, when the legal tampering period starts and free agency is underway, Brady knows. Like Brady knows. Vote out.
0: Brady knows Bill's not as dedicated as he once was. Right.
1: Yeah, I think he was correcting himself in real time because he was I, going so over when I, the top. When I and he say, was like, I mean, he does. I he, guess that's what I mean. He does. That. I have golfed with the guy So you read it the same way. Because
0: to me, that that was a little bit of a he shot. I
1: he caught himself gushing. But
0: Brady knows. Brady knows that Bill's not as dedicated as he was. I definitely <laughs> enjoy kicking
4: back and relaxing.
0: It would not be normal for Bill to be that dedicated at age seven.
1: Did you hear the part where he talked about um, golfing? Pebble yes, Beach at Pebble Beach Brady.
0: See, now this is, again, I felt like Brady, and this is just my interpretation of it, I felt like Brady brought a lot of new stuff to the interview or stuff I at least hadn't heard. A lot of the, like, I had heard that Pebble Beach thing okay. from Bill before, and I had heard Brady's vision and how it was, like, there's stuff from Bill I had heard that I feel like he just went into, like, story time mode and kind of told all the same things he's told before about Brady. I thought Brady was a little more... uh I mean, look, he was more emotional for sure. More vulnerable. Yeah, I think I just think Tom. Brady was willing to bring some new stuff to the table. Not about their relationship and how bad it actually was. Everybody was lying about that. But I thought Brady brought a little bit more to the table than Bill. Honestly,
1: and Bill was Bill Bot. Like, remember when we? Yeah, well, he's just like you know, you almost died in the golf.
0: Maybe he just doesn't realize how many times he's told some of these stories. But I had heard the Pebble one before, where Brady, you know, was so competitive. I like that one. He's so competitive that he's hanging off a cliff, trying to hit this shot and almost, uh, you know, almost dying. Tom. Uh, Jared is in Connecticut. Go ahead, Jared.
3: Hey guys. Uh, how you doing tonight?
1: Doing well. Eh. Good. Good. Hey, I just wanted to just make a quick
3: comment. I just wanted to say that this relationship between these two is so phony right now. It's making me sick. That's <laughs> just not all I got to say.
0: So I, yeah. I do think there's a little bit to that where it's like, guys, can you chill out a little bit? Can you chill out a little bit? Like I, I bet they're okay. Now I can't imagine Bill would go on the podcast if they weren't at least Okay. But trying to rewrite history is more my issue. I I don't know if it's a fake relationship now, but it's fake what they're trying to rewrite and go back and, you know, pretend how it actually was. Again, if, if, if everything was good, Bill's paying Brady and Bill's not bringing in Brady's replacement and Brady is staying... And they're not hell bent on one upping each other's legacy. If everything was good, but it wasn't, so that's why they went their separate
1: ways. I would have liked if they just if this was like a video podcast and they just looked at each other and they're so like, I, "Who is the true isn't enemy?" It normally,
2: yeah, but Bill wasn't on on camera. Got it. So other parts, but, Gray other parts? and Brady were, but Bill was like, a, like I see because I, I, I it's just like Brady I,
3: was in the front seat of his car. I just yeah. listened yeah. on Spotify. so important.
2: He's like, "Yeah, let me pull over to the side of the road and talk to <laughs> this but guy." I, <laughs>
0: but I had seen in the past there was a video component, so I did wonder about that. Bill wasn't on video. Is that like Jack in the Box? <laughs> Hold on, guys. <laughs> just uh, just woofing down whatever he's woofing down. But uh, no, I look. I think that that's uh, that is my bigger issue. Is not that their relationship is fake? Now it might be real for all I know. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. The last three or four years, last five or six years weren't good.
1: They're being phony baloney on the phony baloney podcast where that all of this is planned out. Like I wouldn't be surprised if. Tom sent him the questions ahead of time. Oh, hey, this is what Scratchy's going to be to bring asking. Out the best I
0: would, I would assume. Don't that worry, he's the not going to be
1: scratching.
0: I would assume they were probably sent ahead of time. So I can think you that's a teach guys
3: how to grind, or is that innate? <laughs> Could no, you teach me how to grind, Tom? No, no, no. That's innate. Jim Gray must been so jealous. That is definitely. <laughs> we had it. good times together, Tom. Let's, Let's talk about uh, why don't you tell Bill Belichick some <laughs> of our fun times? Let's,
1: hey, Bill, can you talk about ripping the ass,
0: <laughs> Tom? <laughs> Yeah, we didn't play any uh, ass ripping from the two of them. That's true. Maybe we can do that tomorrow. Uh, David is in Florida at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Go ahead, David.
3: Hello, Adam. This is your first opportunity to have to have a chance to speak with me. Hello. I know it's. Hello. I want to know first. Well, where did the name the Dark Knight come from?
0: Uh, I think that was bestowed on me by uh, by Mike and Tony. I believe why?
3: Because I work at night. I don't know. Are you evil? I mean are you I think that was the you,
0: uh, I think that was the supposition. What's what are you driving at? David you listen to him I
3: mean, for more hype. than five <laughs> seconds, you yeah. can figure it out for yourself. I mean your hype your hype over the past few weeks was like the WWE it was like the Undertaker or Mr. Perfect coming uh-huh. coming aboard. It was Got like it. a WWE hype. Okay. But um, you know, with the Brady thing, I mean it, it, it it's phony but it's not phony. I mean they're overlooking. I mean, the, the simple proverb to throw in here is that time heals all wounds. And uh, I mean, you know, I mean, when, when Brady left, he was probably, he, he was, he was probably, he probably had his fill, had his fill with Bill. I mean, he. Uh, we're up against it, it's David. Sorry, a good job. Yeah, I just again.
1: Sometimes it's Tom versus time. You know, Sometimes it's, Phil versus it's Bill.
3: Phil with
0: Bill is a uh, a t-shirt. Maybe, so maybe name Belichick's new Tom. podcast. You're <laughs> <Phil with> Bill of <laughs> Bill. I just again, I uh, I think the the rewriting of history is a bit much, and I do think it takes somebody to apologize or or be the bigger person here, and I do think Bill, which shocks me. I think Bill's the one who blinked first. And when Bill blinked first, I think that was the thawing. And that started a couple years ago at Gillette or a couple of falls ago at Gillette when Bill walked over to the opposing locker room and said some nice things. And I think from there they've thawed. But we've heard from – Arkan brought this up earlier. We heard from Tom Brady Sr. We heard from Alex Guerrero. You know, we've heard off the record about Brady and his feelings. Brady left, for God's sakes. Like, somebody had to blink, and I think Bill blinked. And I think the fact that Bill – bent the knee or blinked or however you want to put it tells you a lot about where he's at present day with his job security this fan base etc cetera, etc cetera. because I think Brady's more popular here these days than Belichick is 617 779-7937 you want to jump in line for Rich Keefe he comes your way
3: at the top of the hour we'll wrap things up with Endgame next the final hour of Jones and Mega with Arcand is brought to you by findmassmoney.com
2: y'all want to play a f***ing game game over man game over you little punk Alright, it's time for Endgame and it's brought to you by Cars for Kids Don't waste your time trying to get rid of your old or broken car Cars for Kids is the easiest and fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction Go to carsforkids.org today That's cars with a K for kids dot org Alright, it's time for Endgame where I ask you three questions that are somehow tangentially related to what we talked about on the show today I'm sorry? Tangentially? Tangent- there we go, that was that sounded a little Tangentially? Better. I don't know you know me. I, it's, tan, I, it's tangential. I
0: you get know, in, the, it's in the ballpark. Tangential. Just tangential. a little
4: Gentle. On the, Just be gentle.
0: When you set the dry cycle there on your dryer, <laughs> it's, a, it's right. set it to tangential. To
2: tangential. Um, all right. We'll start with a uh, question, and here's the way we're going to do it. I'll ask the question. You guys will have uh, about 30 seconds to write down your answers, and then we'll come back, hear your answers, and then I'll give you the uh, correct answer if either of you got it. All right. So the first question. Um, and it is in the category of sky tunnels, which we talked about today on Meg's The Category of sky tunnels? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! Boston's lone sky tunnel goes over what street? Oh, come on, please! I got that. What street? I'm going to
0: complain that Arcan gave me just pure garbage. This marker just barely even writes. Maybe oh. you
1: should write your own. I'm done. I uh,
0: I do have one over in uh in my little Kelly. I can't over even there.
3: fathom. If Mega got this wrong after spending 12 minutes talking about how we need more sky tunnels, she oh, should know, right? One. I think she should know. This is easy. Yeah,
2: people get turned around in that part sub- of town sometimes. Not sure which street they're on. You got the ring road. Well, I shouldn't even say.
0: I don't. Yeah. yeah don't <laughs> give any hints over there. What if that was already her answer?
2: She's like, wait a minute.
3: I got to pass it up real road? quick. <laughs>
4: All
3: right. That's been more than All right. I'd seconds. say that's more
2: than enough. Boston's lone sky tunnel goes over which street, Jones. Huntington Ave. Huntington, Ave. Huntington, Ave. Huntington Avenue. Huntington Avenue is both correct. Both of you are correct. Come on. Um, that's the only sky tunnel they have, and that's a perfectly good street to have it go over. Okay. It's
0: where they're going to be celebrating that Beanpot title uh, next week. <laughs> In for the all sky the, uh, tunnel. The Huskies, know on Huntington Ave. Up and down. Uh, I think they're going to take the Beanpot right up and down Huntington Ave. They
1: should
0: the sky Ave. tunnel. So, I, uh, interesting. So, you did know that was Huntington? Yeah. Why would I
1: know that? Take the Sky I Tunnel. I don't know. I
0: just feel I it's went a to a
1: pretty prominent street in I, downtown Boston. It is.
0: I went to school over there, but I'm not I'm not so great at at uh, my city streets overall. I, the only reason I know that one is cuz I I I lived on and off that street for 10 years
1: huge street that runs through Boston. It yeah. is. To rather
0: like, big streets. I guess I just, I wouldn't, like, I don't, i not. Beacon
1: Street? How'd you come up with but that? I, anytime, you, you only spend a year at BU. Anytime I
0: get over there, I am like, wait a minute, what street am I on again? I do do that in other areas of the city. I'm not great Please with my You don't talk
1: about where you do do.
0: I'm <laughs> not great with my streets. I do do in the sky tunnels. <laughs> my, I, 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 do, I
2: do do that mostly
0: uh, under,
1: underground
2: <laughs> with the mall people is where I do that. Alright, um, let's get to question number two. And this one has to do with the uh, conversation we had with Razor today. Razor says that goalie teammates cannot be friends. The question here is name two goalie teammates Razor had when he played for the Bruins. Christ. Two? Two. Are we allowed to guess more than two? Uh... Sure. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Write down as many as you think you can.
0: Well, my first one already can't be right. That can't be right.
3: There's some hesitation I see from Mego. On, the I, pen is glancing uh, around. I don't know if ink has reached paper I think again. I have one now.
2: Uh, for the three, record, he was not friends with any of these Two, guys. one. And pencils down. Okay. Pencil. Pencils down. Mine's a marker. The question was, Andrew Razor Raycroft says the goalie teammates cannot be friends. Name two goalie teammates that Razor had in the years he played for the Bruins. Uh, Megan, let's start with you. Oh.
1: <laughs> I I made up names. Uh, well, uh, okay,
2: <laughs> why Steve, don't you give me some of the made up cat. names?
1: Steve Smith and Mike Rogers.
2: Oh, I almost guessed Mike Rogers. I'll tell you what, you weren't too far off with Steve Smith. There was a Steve Shields that he played with. Oh.
1: Uh,
2: but unfortunately, I can't give you any points there. Jones, did you get Steve Shields? I did not. He must have played
0: with Tim Thomas. He right? did
2: play with Tim Thomas. That okay. one's correct. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Oh, I should have had that one. I.
0: It's now. In fairness, that took me a while. I was so. This the other one that I wrote down that I can't possibly be right. I wrote down Lord Byron,
2: by Byron Defoe. Byron Defoe is also correct. Oh, he is. Yes, you played. With Byron I, Defoe. I, I, yes. Cr-
0: I crossed it out. I had it written down.
2: Uh, oh, you crossed it out. All right, we're doing final Jeopardy rules. You crossed yeah, it out. No, Let's I guess. no, I
0: crossed it out. That uh, that yeah. guy said that can't so you possibly. Get one count. and
1: a half though.
0: Well, I, do I just get one? Do I get one? No, you get
2: one and a half. You get a half. I
0: was thinking Jim Carrey too. It couldn't have been Jim
2: Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey. no. here's the complete list according to HockeyReference.com. Oh, com, thank God. You had Byron Defoe, Lord Byron. You had Tim Thomas. You yeah, had. Uh, Peter Scudra. Oh, wouldn't have got that. Craig Binnington. Is Binnington on there? Binnington is not on here. John Graham is on here. Oh, John Graham, along sure. Along with Steve Shields. Yep. Uh, someone named Jeff Hackett, who I don't, I'm <laughs> not sure. Uh, Felix Potvin, who you may recall. Oh, Felix I think that was the year when uh, Ray Croft started. And is, Hanu, how old was Felix Potvin back then? Hanu Toivinen was the other one we would have accepted. Uh, yes. Hanu Toivinen. Yes, 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 yes. Is yes. what we were looking for. All right. Um, Looks like Jones up here by a half a point. And this for potentially the win. Full point. Half a point. Cross I got out. Tim Thomas. Yeah, it's a half a point. Oh, because we need a two. full point for getting uh, two. Oh, yeah.
0: right, right, right. I forgot we needed two. So it's two, one and a half yes, to I
2: one. See. And now for potentially the win here, Darius Slay reignited his feud with Matt Patricia at Media Day. Where did Darius Slay play college ball? Oh, no. I, I knew this was going to be the question. How could you have possibly known that was Because
0: be I was one. like, "How? what could he <laughs> possibly ask about Darius Slay? I'm like, that's got to be what he's asked." We
3: actually had a lot of Darius Slay
2: questions. Yeah, we, we kicked a few around back Did here. you?
0: That's the one we landed on. <laughs> What did you kick around? How do you
3: spell Slay? What did you? What else did you kick
2: around? I, we thought you could probably both get that. Um, we also were going to say what year or now how many Pro Bowls? did how we have? How many Pro Bowls
3: has he been in? How Ooh. many interceptions in his first All Pro uh, year? His only All oh, Pro that year. I wouldn't,
2: that I wouldn't. Have no, gone. of
3: course not. Pro yeah,
2: Bowls. That's a little tough. Pro Bowls. He told us. I'm, pro Bowls. He yeah. told us, which I thought was a little easy there too. Yeah. yeah. I all don't right. think you're going to get this one either. Time's up. Pencils down. Darius Slay today reignited his feud with Matt Patricia at media day. Where did Darius Slay play college ball? Megan Adelini says UNLV. That is incorrect. <laughs> I'm sorry, MegO. He did not play at UNLV. Jones, you already won, but to I add do to your li- lead. But I like the random I do like your random. I was guesses. trying to
3: be random. Meg yeah, was close. Uh, She's actually yeah. closer than she
2: thinks. Is she? Then I
0: mean I, that means I can't possibly be right then. I, I was gonna say South Carolina. I did say I did say South Carolina.
2: Also incorrect. Where Darius go? Slay played college football at Mississippi State.
1: I was UNLV, yeah, UNLV close, ain't close to, to that State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like it's gaslighting that. you guys. It's fun <laughs> for
2: me. It is not at all. Um, but yes, that's where he played, and uh, yeah, that's why you think
0: mean, yeah, South Carolina was. I just thinking Stephon Gilmore. I guess I was just, in retrospect, I think I was just thinking Stephon Gilmore. I
1: hear you think all the South is just, just thinking. Alike. I was just Sean uh,
0: Marion went to every. UNLV. Does every cornerback go to South Carolina? No, apparently not. Uh, yes, yeah, Sean Marion UNLV. That's it. That's all I can think of. Ooh, well, Greg Anthony went to UNLV.
2: Uh, Larry Johnson. Uh yep yep sure uh-huh. Stacy Ogman Stacy Ogman what yes. a team what a team
0: those running Rebs they what were. a team they really
2: were this what has a become team become a
1: huge UNLV segment
0: that <laughs> was more was more than I expected it to be uh, certainly more than uh, anybody anticipated
2: well anyway congratulations Jones by a half a point you win today's end game
0: yeah I, well I got two questions right
2: you got, you got one, two, and, a half one and a half questions right.
0: Yeah, right. but you know parts of two questions right is uh right is no. how, is how I part, look at that all right. Uh, Well, congratulations to me. Congratulations, congratulations all around. Ah, I still think it's good you got Huntington over there. I'm still impressed.
1: Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. I've lived here for almost 12 years. Mm.
3: No, I, how would I name every go? street in Boston? Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm telling you, I was. Stewart
1: street if I, didn't, Clarendon street. if I didn't go to Northeastern, I don't Dartmouth think I would have got Huntington. I guess that's what I'm saying.
3: Street. Shrimp gumbo. Shrimp <laughs> a la mode. Shrimp stir fry. Uh, so there Beacon you go. That's, uh, that's
0: endgame. That's how we wrap up each and every show here. Jones. Shrimp and
3: lobster sauce.
0: And Meggo. Commonwealth with With Arcan. If you want to talk to Rich Commonwealth Keith. Commonwealth sauce. You can dial him up. 617-779-7937. He joins you coming up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2.